Hello, and welcome to the Profitable Practice Podcast with me, Andrea Maxim, naturopathic doctor turned healthpreneur. And every week, I'm bringing you no-nonsense, no-BS, actionable strategies to create a practice that is not only profitable, but fully sustainable by you. If you're an action taker like me and want to create a practice that is profitable, then you've come to the right place. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Profitable Practice Podcast. I've got to say, I'm loving the traction that I'm starting to see this podcast get. I'm getting a lot more people contacting me and wanting to listen to shows, and I'm also watching very, very closely, but we're almost at, and probably by now that you're listening to this, 10,000 downloads, which sounds like peanuts to the big folks, but to me, that's a huge milestone considering my first thousand downloads was, you know, just a few short months back. I think it was probably at the eight month away or nine month away back point. So I want to thank you again, everyone for listening and supporting me and engaging with me and booking strategy calls with me. Um, For my VIPs that are doing coaching calls, I mean, all of you guys are just continuing to show me that putting this effort out there is worth it and that you're learning from it. And that's the whole reason why I created this podcast. So I wanted to take a moment and thank you all for that. Today I have on the show Mariah McCullough, who I met in uh, Laguna Beach. It was our first retreat as a beta member to the Business by Design course hosted by James Wedmore. It was also the very first time I actually paid to go somewhere to learn business or to learn just about anything that wasn't something that I could drive to. I was seven months pregnant at the time, so Brooklyn was with me as well, whether she knew it or not. And I got to meet, I think there was about 50 of us in a room and engage and network, and it was lovely. And it's amazing how quickly I find I get isolated, you know, doing your thing, sitting behind a computer, seeing your patients, sitting in your office, and we can become so isolated so quickly. Uh, So that's also kind of sparking me to think sometime in the near future, I would love to create kind of a meetup group for everybody who's in my tribe and wants to learn from me and network with other people. And maybe we can have kind of like a mastermind business one day intensive workshop or something like that. So if that interests you, definitely let me know. Um, Because sometimes just getting in front of humans is very, very helpful and very motivating and a lot more inspiring than listening to something from your computer or from your car without having that human interaction. But the reason why I wanted to bring Mariah on is because when I was sitting with her at our little workshop table, uh, she was talking about how she created a list of zero to 6,000 people just doing an online challenge. No bells or whistles, no frills, no gimmicks, no major tech stuff. She just put it out there. And it just manifested into something wonderful. And she was doing this while being a mom, while working a full-time corporate job, and now starting to use that list to develop some residual income. And I know a lot of us that are listening to the show 
are also trying to tap into the, you know, build your tribe space. And I've had a lot of different podcasts on this as well. But Mariah had a really unique way of doing it. And she also did it from a very authentic, a very real, uh, a very sort of like non-agenda-y, non-all-about-the-bottom-line, how much sales I'm going to make, how much money I'm going to make place, which I find a lot of us can get very caught up in, you know. What if I don't make any money on this? Is it going to be worth it? What if I don't get anybody to sign up? Is it worth my time? Um, And sometimes when we just do things organically and do it because we love it, the... um, the abundance comes to us anyway. So I will get to our interview with Mariah very shortly. Of course, I always want to um, emphasize the sponsor for this particular podcast. Um, This is found in the resources section of the maximizebusiness.ca website. This is my complete five-day lead magnet challenge. This is the um, complete recording of my challenge that I did a couple months back. So you get all the emails, all the live calls, every live video or live training video, I should say, is about 10 to 15 minutes. And from start to finish, I walk you exactly through the step-by-step steps (laughs) that you need to take in order to create a highly converting lead magnet, which is perfect for this interview because the main way that Mariah got all of those people to opt into her free challenge was using a Facebook ad that converted at 30 cents per lead just targeted to North America so it wasn't targeted worldwide and all those people had to opt in to her lead magnet which which was her free course and it wasn't anything fancy or anything like that but that's why I wanted this podcast to be sponsored by the complete five-day lead magnet challenge which is found in the resources section of my website maximizebusiness.ca so without further ado let's get talking to Mariah. Hello, Mariah, and thank you so much for being on the Profitable Practice Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? Good, good. And we had the pleasure of meeting in person back in, what? when was that? May of last year? I met. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Laguna Beach. So um, Mariah is one of the Business by Design members that we both joined up with James Wedmore. And so it was a pleasure sitting at your table when we were doing our brainstorming and doing our workshops together because you've really got this whole Facebook challenge thing and building your list really on lockdown. And that's why I had to have you on the show. Um, being someone who also does a lot of weight loss stuff, which it doesn't, you don't have to do weight loss with your patients in order to get value from this interview. Um, but you really took it to the next level, I think in a, a better way than even I'm dialing in. So for the beginning part, and of course, not everyone is going to know who you are. I strongly, um, would love to just get your history. So, you know, what your background is, how you got into the Facebook space and growing your list from zero to 6,000 people in how many months? Um, officially it started last June. So whatever we're in now, six, seven, eight, nine months. Yeah. So that's amazing. So let's start with kind of the the beginning. How did you get into this whole thing? So I got into this whole thing because in 2008, the week before my, on the day I delivered my son, um, I 
unfortunately did not look away from the scale in time. It, uh, during my whole pregnancy, I managed to not look at the scale because I didn't want to know how much weight I gained. I knew I was putting on weight, but I just didn't want to know. And the day that I delivered him, I was having, um, they sent me to the emergency room, so I was kind of all flustered, and I didn't look away in time. And the number on the scale said 275, and I about died because I had, like, I was, like, shocked, mortified, whatever, that I had, was 25 pounds from 300. And, um, and while, you know, like while I should have been focusing on my son and delivery, like in the back of my head, I just, I just, that number just kept replaying 275, 275. So, um, one week before my son turned one was when I decided, okay, I'm taking my life back because, you know, during the first year of his life, it was, it was impossible. He was not sleeping more than two hours at a time during the night, I, you know, still working full time, caring for a child. So, but when the week before he turned one, I said, this is it. I'm getting my life back. I'm getting my weight under control. I'm getting healthy. And so that started a journey, a weight loss journey. Um, that is what ultimately led me to starting this Facebook. It just started as being like a Facebook page where I just kind of started sharing about what I was doing, mainly because people kept asking me. I didn't think there was anything really spectacular or special about it because it's just what I'd been doing. But um, people just kept asking me. So I'm like, I'll just put something up on Facebook without the intention really of ever like making it into a business or making it into a challenge. And um, so it kind of so it kind of grew from there, and um, I joined James's Business by Design Beta program, and something he kept saying over and over in the class or in his training was give people what they want and then deliver what they need. And I realized that like I had been ignoring that because one of the things that I found on my journey was you know when I first started my weight loss I did things the right way. But then, like, I wanted to accelerate. Then I wanted to, like, you know, I lost weight, but I had this loose skin that nobody told me I was going to get. Right. And then I was like, you know, so it's like, like, I saw all this mental baggage. And so then I then I started buying into the gimmicks, and I started buying into waist trimmers and, and fat pills and anything you can imagine because, like, I felt like I've got to – first of all, part of it was, like, I've got to get away from that 275 girl as fast as I can. And the other part is, oh, my gosh, like, I have to – get, I have to make myself perfect. It was like all this mental crap. And, and so then like, thankfully I woke up and said, that's not the way and return to a healthier way that worked for me. So when I was, when I was telling people about my journey, like, and what I found that worked for me and does work for me and my personality is low carb eating, but I know that doesn't work for everybody. So like, I was really adamant at first about like, I'm not telling people what I eat because you know, it doesn't work for everybody and this, that, and the other, but that is what everybody asked me about what do you eat right and um and so I kept hearing James say give them what they want give them what they want and so finally I was like you know I'm not telling you you have to eat low carb but people are asking what are you gonna what do you do so I can share with them here's what I do here's how I eat it's not for everybody here are the benefits for me here are the benefits that work that you know my doctor and I have discussed that work for me here's some resources you should check out ultimately you have to figure out what works for you but um but okay, I can share it. And so that's, uh, that's how my challenge was born. I know I talked a lot, so feel free to no. ask questions. <laughs> so the first thing that I think is probably the most interesting is you developed this based on your own personal story. So it wasn't, there was no intention behind it. You weren't like, oh my goodness, I have to put these posts out so that I can have a certain number of likes and a certain number of comments. It just organically 
developed. And I think this is a, a huge strategy that a lot of practitioners fail to look into is, are you doing something because you're constantly looking for the numbers and you're looking for a certain outcome? Or are you doing it because you genuinely want to serve? And that's, I think, what you were doing is you were serving people. You didn't have any um, agenda behind it. You were just putting your information out there and organically this started to happen. And, you know, answer me this, with regards to that type of an intention, I think the authenticity is also so much greater. So describe how, you know, by putting out your own personal story and keeping it very authentic to you, how that also helped you form bonds with the people that connected with you on Facebook. Yeah. So when I did my first challenge, um, that's the first time I had a challenge Facebook group or I had a private Facebook group. I really had no clue what I was doing. Like, just, you know, yeah. when I started the page and then I started a challenge, I just like, I jumped and figured out as I went. But you know, the same way that I shared my weight loss story and was the same exact way that I approached my challenge the first time. And even now is as I was going through, when I started that, that Facebook group, first of all, I had very low expectations for how many people would sign up. I thought like maybe 50, like we're going to sign up for my challenge. And the first challenge I did, 1,900 people signed up. Wow. So, yeah. So I was like, okay. But what I, I was smart, not, not intentionally. It's just kind of who I am. But I thought, okay, these people are coming to my Facebook group. I need to know about them. So I put this post and I was kind of strategic about the questions I asked. And it was, um, and I can, I can look it up and tell you the exact questions, but basically it starts off easy. Like, you know, what, what, what's your name and why are you here? And then it was, you know, tell me your, um, what is your experience with, uh, with low carb, a newbie done it before, blah, blah, blah. And the third one is what's your biggest struggle when it comes to weight loss. And then I think the fourth one was like, describe the day, a day in the life. So are you a stay at home mom? Are you a, you know, a, a road warrior? And so all of those questions were designed. The first one really was just like an easy question. Everyone and tell me, tell your name. But the other ones were really helping me because I didn't know who my audience was. I mean, like I never done anything like this. And honestly, like I, I had stuff laid out for the challenge, but as people started responding to my, um, my introduction post, I realized that what I had planned was not at all going to serve these people because it was not what they were wanting. It was not for them. And so like, I'm reading like, okay, so a lot of these people that they aren't new to low carb, but here's what they're looking for. So how can I give this to them? And what I really made an effort to do, and I still try to, and I think, um, this is huge. And if you want to stand out in the online world, especially in a Facebook group, I, I really encourage all of you to do this especially when you open up a group and you ask for introductions, personally respond to all of them and do more than just like, Hey, welcome. If they took the time, cause I have people like I had, a, I think 190 or 200 um, people respond and give their introduction. And they weren't like, they were giving me like paragraphs. It was, I have struggled with my weight my whole life. Um, my, you know, I was fat as a child and I've tried everything there is. And I'm so frustrated. Like this is, I mean, like this, all these things. And, and maybe it's even, you know, um, I take care of my sick mom and it's really stressful. So that's what my life looks like right now. So like read what they're telling you and like find, like they're going to tell you in their words what's important to them. Pick up on that and re when you respond to them, make sure to include that so that you show and be genuine about it. Show that you care. And that is like one of the biggest things that I kept getting. I still get feedback on today. It's like I'm in so many groups and you're like one of the only who actually talk and listen. And it's not just you're talking at me. You're responding to me. So that was another way of me being authentic is I really um, – 
like I like people mm-hmm. for the most part. Most people are lovely. There are some who aren't, but most people are lovely. And so when I'm reading their, first of all, when I'm reading their stories, I can like, my heart breaks for some of the ones, you know, because I, they're me. They're me yeah. like four years ago, or you know, they're, they're me if I never figured this out. And so, and uh, quite honestly, I would sit there and cry on some of the things I would read because you could just read and feel their, their desperation. And you could see how, um, they're buying the, you know, they're buying these diet pills, these unhealthy diet pills online. They're buying all these things. Yes. And I'm like, I need to, I mean, that's not the answer. I know you're desperate. I know you think that's going like, to, that's not the answer. And so, um, so I think just being honest with them about that and, and having, forming this connection with them, you know, this is a really long winded answer, but you know, it's, it's exactly how I shared on, on my public place is how I shared in my challenge is being authentic, being real. And I also was very, very honest with them and said, I don't have this figured out. I thought there's gonna be 50 of y'all. There's 1900 of y'all. I've never done, you know, like, yeah. you, might, you know, and so I just told them, I was like, I'm figuring out what an email marketing responder is. I'm feeling, figuring this stuff out. I mean, I mean, they don't know what it is, but they would laugh at me. And I would tell them, I was like, Oh crap. Sorry. I forgot to send. I mean, like the first one was just like the first challenge. That's what it was. And I just told, like, I would do live chats in the group and I would tell them and they loved it. They were cracking up and they're like, you're so real. I'm like, Oh, well, I mean, it ain't pretty, but it's real. You know? <laughs> now I'm going to, you know, the first thing you said was I was only hoping for 50 and I got 1900. Quite honestly, I find it a struggle to get even 20 people sometimes, 30 people sometimes to join something. So even how did you get that level of engagement where for your first challenge, you got almost 2000 people? Um, I think I was so dialed in to where my people were hanging out. Um, I, cause I ran Facebook ads, uh, okay. which converted really well. They converted at 30 cents her lead. Um, and it was a super simple, the, the copy was super simple. It was basically, um, join, I think I'll have to find it exactly, but it's basically like join me 10 day low carb challenge, free 10 day, join me for a free 10 day low carb challenge. And that was it. And there's a picture of me jumping and smiling and you know, it's fun and it's happy and whatever. And I mean like, and, and, and on, and then like, it's funny cause I go back look now. It's like, they click that and they go to my sign up page and it's like the ugliest sign up page in the world. It's just like, it's like, you're, you're uh, enter your stuff. And then, you know, they enter it and then it's like, thank you. It's like, yeah, you're in. I mean, and that is how unsophisticated it was. <laughs> but like, I mean, like people were signing up left and right. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it, was it was hilarious. I mean, cause I look back, I'm like, Oh, so bad, but it worked. But know? it doesn't matter. And I think, you know, this is one thing that James, loves to reiterate all the time is you know if somebody's drowning you don't need to find a yacht to save them like show up in a little dinghy show up in like a life preserver just save them and that's all people are looking for um and with regards to the facebook ads so uh, were you targeting just north america were you targeting worldwide or how targeted was your niche i targeted just north america but I targeted pages um, that I knew my people were hanging out on. And that was my main strategy. I was like, I know these people. I know they're looking at this person's page. I know they're looking at this page. And those are the people, they're looking for a quick fix or they're looking for that answer. I've got the answer for them. They're hanging out here. Yep. And I, I think I just nailed it because I just, I mean, like, because I'm, I'm in their mind. I'm not them anymore. I was them. Yes. And I know how they think and I know where they're looking. And I know that, like, they're desperately searching for this and that. And I think I just, I wouldn't say I got lucky because I mean, like, I feel like, I feel like it was easy for me because I understand them so well, but I think that like, I just knocked it out of the park with, with the targeting on where they're hanging out. Cause those are the places they're definitely hanging out. And it was different. I mean, like, 
Um, you know, it was, I, it's funny because a lot of people are like, I don't usually sign up. I never, like some of my biggest success people, like I've had people who started with me in June have lost 80, 90 pounds because they've stuck with it. Wow. And, and every single one of them say, like, I don't ever sign up for stuff. And I don't even know why, like this, this ad of this girl in pink jumping. I was like, but you, you, you like it, for some reason I just clicked. It's like, you just looked mm -hmm. happy and I just clicked on it. And, and even, and I, we have people say like, I didn't even, I had really low expectations when I signed up, but I came to the Facebook group and you actually like talk to people and you engage and you are real. And like, this is the only, and other people are like, this is the only challenge I've actually done. Like I've signed up for other ones, but I've actually done it because you were different because so many so many people start challenges or have groups and they make it all about them. And it's not about you. It's about the group. And I think that's where so many people go wrong. It's like, you know, your group is like your house. It's your party. Like nobody wants to go to someone's party and listen to them talk about themselves the whole time, you know? So you got to make it about your guests. You got to make them comfortable. Um, and a lot of people get that wrong. <coughs> so let, and you know what, you're, you know, even I'm reflecting on how I'm running my groups and I, and I'm just thinking, you know, am I making it all about me? Am I talking to them? I know I'm not engaging them as well as I could be. Um, and these are just groups that I constantly give them, you know, free this, free that. And every once in a while, of course, an anecdotal story about myself to like keep it honest. Um, but it's amazing <clears throat> how without any training, cause this was all before business by design, you just nailed it as you said and I really want to talk about that one amazing statement that you said towards the beginning of the call and that's sell them what they want and give them what they need and I want you to break down that process of how you took a step back analyzed what these people were saying so that it wasn't your expectation your agenda and again you said what I would have delivered to them in this challenge was not what they wanted I want you to talk about that for a little while because that's where a lot of us get so hung up and it's natural right we perceive a situation to be a certain way and that's not actually what's going to bring on the tremendous results that you're having so talk about that please Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about two specific things. The first is before I did the challenge, I I ran ads. I wanted to do a webinar because I know in my infinite wisdom and my whole weight loss journey, <laughs> I know that the answer is not in the diet. The answer is in all these habits and strategies to make sure you hold accountable. So I um I created this webinar series and I think I called it um, I don't remember what I called it, but it was not. Nobody, I mean, like I got people signed up and nobody was interested. I was like, that's what you need. That's what you need. And I think for the longest time, and, and the reason I mentioned this is because I think it might resonate with your audience, is where you are and your knowledge, you know what works and you know what doesn't. And But if you look at people in your industry who are killing it online, they're the ones who are not necessarily selling. I'm not going to say they're selling quick fixes necessarily, but they got the marketing dialed in. So they're telling them. So, so for me, like what I, the final thing was like, I would never say here's a 10 day low carb challenge because I don't think low carb is for you. Well, first of all, that's not for me to decide if low carb is for them or not. I'm sharing it with them, but also it's okay. I get them in with the low carb stuff when they get here, then I'm going to teach them. Okay. How do you make this a habit and strategy, whether you do low carb or not? Here are the things that you need to do. So I snuck them in with the low carb stuff. I couldn't care less if they eat low carb or not. I really couldn't. Um, so <clears throat> that was the first thing. But I really had to hear James say it a lot because I felt like, um, especially in the weight loss industry, there's so many shysty things out there. And I so I want I don't want to be the quick fix person. Yeah. I don't want people coming. And then I'm like, but why why not? Why don't I have people come to me who are looking for that? That's not what they're gonna get. That's but right. Why, 
you know, but why aren't we the ones who know a different way that aren't selling on the, the, you know, the snake oils or whatever? Why aren't you trying to attract them to you? Because you know you really can help them as opposed to the waste trimmers and the specialties and, you know, all those people. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's just like something I guess I want to challenge your audience to think about because I, I find like I hard time with it and I'm not a professional you know but I would imagine for someone who is a professional it's even that much harder because you're like that's ridiculous that's not what they need you know yeah and and I think just to (laughs) summarize what you're saying is there's so like for someone who does predominantly weight loss I hate promoting you know five pounds of weight loss by the end of the week I hate promoting those things like lose four inches but that is the words that people want that is what they want it isn't what they need it isn't the the behind the scenes guidance and breaking down the emotional blockages that are preventing them from getting that result. But I, I, and even within our group and our table, like um, Chantel, she was, she didn't want to be like the smoothie girl and teach about green smoothies and how they can help you lose weight. But that's what's going to get people to buy in. And then what's going to give you your reputation is how you deliver on that promise. So that's kind of what we're talking about here. So for anybody who's doing fertility or things like that, you know, you may want to sell it as an all natural way to um, fertility. But really what you're selling is I want to like, I'm going to get you pregnant as quickly as possible. That's what these people want is they want to get pregnant. They don't care how they get pregnant. They don't care what it takes. They just want to get pregnant. You're just doing it from a different perspective. Same thing like with Dr. Axe, right? He's talking all about digestive stuff and SIBO and and he's giving all of these potentially like quick fix type ideas. Um, but the wording is what's key is I'm going to get your digestive symptoms resolved in seven weeks or seven days or something like that that which may or may not be attainable but that's what people want to hear quick I want quick results I want it easy I want it all laid out for me but then when they actually work with you they're like oh my god this is so much better than I could have ever experienced so thank you for sharing that part and then you said you're going to do another thing if you can remember nope I do so the other thing is what I I thought the people that were going to come to me for the challenge were people who are more like where I am currently. You know, I work out a lot. I'm looking, you know, I, like what are some, how can I use low carb to get leaner? How can I use that? So that's really what I guess I was expecting. So like the plan I had laid out and what I was going to like take people through was more in line with that. But as I started reading all of the responses to the introduction, I was like, this is not, these are not my people. These are moms. These are moms like 40 to 50 years old. They've got kids. They've got families. This is too, this is never going to work for them. They need options that are going to work for their mm-hmm. families. How can they tailor it so that they're eating basically the same thing as their family? There may be, Their family may be eating a little slightly different. And how can I make it so it's super simple for them to follow and super simple for them to implement? And so um, based on those responses and based on like what I was really learning about them. And then I also like, I would go look at their profile. Like I would like, okay, let me check out their profile. Let me see if I can learn more about who they are. Okay. They've got like three kids and they're in ball. So they aren't going to have time to do all right. this. And so like, I just, and, and that was at that stage, I didn't have any hard data except that I'm just going through and see who's in there. And, um, and they loved it. So that I mean, you really have to be flexible. And, and I guess my biggest thing is be willing to adapt and change things. If people come in and you realize, Oh crap, this isn't, I mean like, this is what I, I know like you need this, or I know like this is what I thought you needed, but you are not going to do well with this. So I need to switch it up for you. And that leads me (laughs) into my next question, which is how has your challenge now evolved now that you've 
kind of gotten a better handle on who you're attracting and who these women are because I can imagine your first challenge versus your fourth challenge are probably very different in how you're talking to them who the people are that you're attracting so let's talk about that evolution as well and the underlying theme here is you know just get the shit out there and you know adapt it as you go Yep. So the first challenge, because I was like totally doing it on the fly. Um, I mean, like I did everything in word and I am not a creative person. So like, it was like such a labor of love. It was horrendous. I mean, and for <laughs> me it was amazing, but like, it's so awful looking now, but I, you know, I got it out there. I did it in word and PDF it and sent it out. I did links to different recipes cause I didn't have any of my own recipes. So it's like, you know, so I would give them like breakfast and lunch options. And then I'd be like, okay, here are some links to, to dinner recipes. And I didn't care because, you know, I mean, first of all, I needed to vet the idea. I almost saw, I almost see like that first challenge is more of like a beta. Like, okay, this definitely has, this has wings. People are taking this. So, all right. So, um, so I decided because I didn't know any better, I did a second challenge immediately after the first challenge. Um, so basically what I changed in the second challenge. So the first challenge, basically I did most of my communication within the Facebook group. There was no sophisticated emailing. Like I, because I don't know if I mentioned this, but I work a full-time job too, and it's very demanding. So I travel all the time. So this is a side side thing for me. So I was staying up till two and three in the morning, responding to just responding to all the messages in the or in my posts in the group, and setting up the emails and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna set up all these emails. I can't handle all this. Mm-hmm. The people in the group are the ones who are gonna. I mean, like I might be losing connection with some of the people that are on the email list, but they're not in the group. They're gonna get the meal plans and they're gonna get some of the guidelines. But as far as all the other stuff. I can't learn how to set all it up. I can't deal with that right now. And I was okay with it. <clears throat> and so I did most of my communication in the group. The second challenge, because I did it immediately after, I basically used the same materials, but this time I set up some emails to go out. I sent way too many, so I learned that for the third one. <laughs> um, and and um, But it was nice because I kind of ha- I knew I knew I saw from the first challenge, okay, where where people get hung up, what what day they're experiencing what, so what messages they need to hear. So I really dialed that in from the first and second challenges. And then for the third challenge, I did a slightly different version. So the first two challenges were 10-day challenges. Um, I people kept telling me, you know, recommending, can you shorten it? Can you shorten? It? I'm like, I really think 10 days is good, but I'm gonna try it. So I tried a five-day one. I hated it. Um, I hated it. And and uh, I hated it, one, because I changed email providers and it was a nightmare and there's all these kinds of issues. And I hated it because, like, I felt like I had to be there with them every single day and it was really, really, really exhausting. Although 10 days is a long time, I don't feel like I have to spend all my energy. Sure. So it was just a little different. So for the fourth challenge, um, first of all, I hired a chef to create 10 recipes for me. So they were mine. I have pictures, all that kind of stuff. I had a designer create it so it looks like I'm a professional now. I'm not like Word and PDFing it. Um, and I went back to the 10 days and I really dialed, I really am dialed in. And I, I tweaked the emails that I sent about here's what people are going to need on this day. Here's what they're expecting on this day. Here's the message they need to hear. They're wanting to quit on this day. Here's where they need to hear that, you know, you're almost over the hump. It's just, to, you know, all those kind of things. So really like each, you know, Phase one was just getting it out there and seeing what people respond. And then each phase is like, what can I fix here? What can I fix here? And again, because this is a side thing, I also have to be realistic where like, I can't, it's not, first of all, I don't think it ever is going to be perfect. But second of all, I have to be realistic um, and kind of gentle with myself about what 
I can change and produce in the amount of time. Sometimes I get a little crazy with myself and set these really ridiculous goals. It's good to have goals, but not ones that make you, you know, lose your hair and <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> and what are your goals now for this list? So you have this list of 6,000 people. You're in the corporate world. You're a mom. What are your ultimate goals? My ultimate goal would be to be able to leave corporate. And I'd really like to have two kind of things going. Um, I would love to teach people how to build their own challenge and Facebook group. And I have, I did a beta and what I realized in the beta, it was too broad. I was helping anybody with a business. And what I realized is my sweet spot is people in the health and wellness industry, because you talk to people, challengers different in that world than the business world. And so when I was teaching, I'm like, I don't know what to do with these business people. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean like the ones that are talking about finance, I don't know how to, I don't know how to make that emotional. Anything that has to do with health and wellness and all that kind of stuff. I'm, you know, I can help people. I can help with the language. I can tell you, here's how you run your Facebook group. Um, and so that's, and it was good. So the beta was good for that. So, um, so I really love to kind of have two, like kind of two arms of the business, have the one where I help people, um, set up their own, their own challenge and Facebook group. And the other is continue to run challenges. I would, um, I started actually in January, a membership group. So people get something every month from me. And so I'd love to have like the membership group where they get a meal plan or whatever it is every month and then, then have, um, you know, four challenges a year. So there'll be four different challenges. And so, you know, according to the season or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and then just run people. So that's more like, that's my wide net where I bring people in and then hopefully get them to the membership site. So that's kind of phase one. It will grow from there, hopefully. But, yeah. <laughs> now, have you been able to monetize <laughs> off of this list of the um, people in your Facebook group? I have. So um, the, I, I know I've told you this story at, at Business by Design, but I'll tell it for others because it's kind of cool. The first challenge, I had nothing to sell because, I mean, you heard what a, like, a hot mess it was. So I just <laughs> you know, figured it out as I went. And my thing was I just need to get it out there. But the challenger, one of the challengers started to go fund me to thank me for um, for all that I gave them and you know, they raised, I don't remember what it was now, it was over 2000, but I don't remember what it was. So it was like over $2,000 that these challengers donated to say thank you. And the reason is because they felt such a connection to me because I was in that group and I was pouring myself into them and I was giving them answers and <clears throat> I was speaking to their pain and they, they felt like she, was where I am mm -hmm. and she's where I want to be and she understands my struggle and that's a big thing that I heard over and over is to you know it's like one thing to hear from someone who's you know lost 15 pounds but to hear from someone who's lost 100 to say you got this you can keep going you can do it because that's kind of the people who are attracted to me um <clears throat> oh so and then so the second um challenge what I did was actually the last the day before the last day of the challenge I had the day off of work so I just had this great idea. I'm going to write a low carb companion guide. So I wrote a low carb companion guide. It was like 50 pages and I sold it for $27 and I made a few thousand. And all I did was like send one email and post in the Facebook group. Again, so not sophisticated, not like this beautiful, like email mail marketing mail sequence. None of that. <laughs> it was like, Hey, I wrote this and you bought it $27 and people bought it. I'm like, wow. And it was kind of cool because, um, I think I sold it for like four days and that was it. But like the last two days I was starting my beach vacation, my our annual summer beach vacation. And I'm sitting there with my mom I'm like, look, strike, you've got mail. I mean, it's like 27 bucks. It's like, nice, eh? It's yeah. Cool. I'm like, you read up, you hear about everybody else happening. I've never experienced this. Oh, so, I mean, it's so funny. And then, um, and then now, so this last time, I did tweak it a little bit. My challenge, I didn't mention this. I don't know how. There's so much happening. I forget. Okay. I, I offered a free version and a paid version of the challenge. Um, and 
the paid version I offered for $30 and basically they would get the 10 day challenge plus 30 days in the membership group to answer any questions they have beyond the challenge. And it did, it did fine. I had some issues with my email marketing and I didn't really, um, I think it was confusing how I set it up when people joined. So that's something I need to address. But I got 50 people at 30 bucks. And then I, and then I also, people were buying, you know, when I do the challenge, um, the way that I have it set up, if you don't buy, you get like in the email, like when you get your meal plan and your grocery list, I just put it in the body of the email. I don't want to make it super beautiful for them because I want them to buy it for me. They still have the information there. But um, so then like I'll say, okay, for $5 or $10, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you can buy the recipe cards. If you want to buy the whole challenge kit, $27. Mm-hmm. For $30, you get, get it and join the membership group. So the last challenge, I think I did about you know 4000 or something like that, which isn't bad for the amount of time I was able to put into it. And like, I know, like, I know, like, Oh, that was broken there. I need to fix that. So I'm really happy with it. Um, I know that I have to get away from my corporate job sooner rather than later, because it's like, that's when it's, I'm going to really be able to grow this. So I need to like set a hard date and just do it (laughs) (laughs) easier said than done sometimes I think. So for those that are listening and they, you know, they're loving what you're hearing, you're laying it out in such a simple way, in a non-threatening way, what would you say to those people that are kind of on the fence, you know, um, with regards to starting it up, with regards to taking action, with regards to getting to know your audience? Because for instance, people that are treating those with weight loss may not have a weight loss story. People those or that are treating people with inflammatory bowel disease or cancer or fertility may not have a personal story to connect with their audience on that level. So what would you say to them when they're trying to, again, help those people, but they don't have that personal connection, that, um, that journey to walk with them? I would say the beauty of a challenge, first of all, is that So you you may not have your own you may not have your own story, but you've helped other people. So first of all, highlight those, and and those are what you highlight. That's how you get people to believe in you and all. But the challenge and getting people to get to know you is there's a definitive beginning. There's like a journey you're taking them on. Everyone's going on this journey together. You're giving them a reason to talk. You're giving them a reason to build community. They're looking to you as the leader, to you to give them the answers. So it doesn't matter that you don't have a story, especially if you start with, um, you know, here's, here's Suzanne. I help Suzanne, you know, she suffered from X, Y, Z and I've been working with her and, you know, I'm taking the same things that I help and I put it in this challenge. Now this isn't going to give you the overall thing, but this is going to help you with step one. So we're going to go through, you know, or phase one, whatever you want to call it over the next five days together, over the next 10 days together, we're going to go through and we're going to get through phase one together. And, you know, I'm going to be, your questions, blah, 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 whatever it is. Um, I, you know, and, and no, it's not going to be perfect the first time a hot mess and be okay with that. Like, and I know like you're probably talking to all type A's and you're like, no, it's not. I mean, it's, it's whatever. Mine was disaster. And I was okay with like, I mean, like I wasn't like in love with the fact that it was a disaster. It is. I mean, you know, you can't, um, I, I played softball in high school and college. I, I was a disaster when I started playing because I didn't have the practice. I hadn't learned the skill yet. I had to get on the game. I had to get on the field. I had to practice. That's what this is. And for people who are professionals and who are at the top of their, like, they're like, I don't want to start again. No, I'm used to being up here. But the truth is you might have to start back here for one or two while you figure it out. But, um, 
You have to do it. You have to put yourself out there. If you don't have your personal story, you certainly have people who you've helped get them to, you know, get their testimonials. If you can have them be part of the challenge, even better, because they're going to be your champions. They're going to be your cheerleaders. Um, I would totally, if you know, if they're up for it, I would do a live video or live chat either on your Facebook page or in your Facebook group. I'm more comfortable in my Facebook group. I do live chats all the time. I hate doing them on my public page. I just feel weird. But, you know, get in there, do some interviews with people that you've already helped. Have them talk about, like, what what did they feel like when they came to you? And how did you help them and tell their story? It doesn't have to be your story. But you you gave the, you gave sent the lifeboat, the life preserver, whatever it is you sent to these people. You rescued them. It's okay if you don't have a story, but you need to demonstrate that, like, I, okay, maybe I was never 100 pounds overweight, but I have helped these people mm-hmm. who were 40, 50, 60 pounds overweight with these, you know, these specific items, these specific issues, whatever, I can help you too. Yeah. <clears throat> I love that. Is there anything yeah. else that you think would be um, important for the listeners to hear about with regards to taking on a challenge and engaging mm-hmm. with their Facebook group? Yeah, so when you're thinking about what kind of challenge you're going to do or, or what you're going to create, keep it simple. It doesn't have to be – so mine was – basically mine is I'm going to take you through your first nine and a half days of low-carb eating. That was it. Mm-hmm. That was simple. I, you know, you're going to you're going to lose – you're probably going to – you're going to de-bloat. You may lose some weight. I don't promise that. Most people do, but I don't promise that. And I know it's water weight, but I'm not going to say, hey, it's just water weight because, again, <laughs> you know, the, the, like – I need, I need them to get to me because I need to talk about habits and all this other stuff. Yeah. Same with you. So, so what is something, so when you're thinking about your challenge, what is something that you can create that's super simple that's going to give them some sort of results during your challenge so they know that you know what you're talking about. Now, you don't have to give away everything. It doesn't have to be super complicated. Mine was your first basically 10 days of low-carb eating, and then the 10th night, if they want to do a refeed, I, t- I talked to them about how to do a refeed. That's my only promise is I'm going to go with you. I'm going to walk with you for your first nine and a half days of low-carb, and I'm going to tell you what I do for a refeed if you want to. If not, I mean, that is it. That is my promise. So what? Is, what you know? think about what could yours be. Maybe you can do something in five days. I probably could do it in five days. I just like the 10 days. It works better for me. I know a lot of people who do five day challenges. I do like the 10 day challenge too, though, because I feel like it's a nice, it's an, it's a nicer time to build that relationship with sure. people. Five is too quick. And then if someone like happens to have something else going on that one week, you yeah. lost them. But that's why I like the 10 days. And so that's the first thing. The second thing is, um, <clears throat> really commit to being involved in the group during the challenge. And, and he, I didn't use this, but I think that I've recommended this to other people. I would have some like friends or former um, former clients or whatever be in the group to help get the conversation mm-hmm. started. Mm-hmm. Um, Very smart. Sometimes, sometimes people just need the conversation started and they'll jump in. They don't want to be the first one. Mm-hmm. But once you have that first one, they once they see that, oh, she's responding to things. He's responding mm-hmm. to things. I want him to respond to me. I want right. my questions answered. Um, then it starts getting better. But a lot of people, especially if you're like, like, like you said, no, people don't know me. I'm a nobody. Like, I, like I'm not a Jillian Michaels or like Mariah McCullough. Who, who's this girl? You know. Um, but then she's like, oh, okay, she's answering. And, oh, and I do have a story, so I share them. I share my pictures. But then I also, just, you know, but I also get to the emotion of it because I lived it and I know it. So I write this one post. It's like a killer post at the beginning that like really talks to where I was when I was 275, and it nails them, nails them in the mm-hmm. gut, and I got them. I mean, for that works for me, um, but I'm not. I'm not an expert on you know the other side of it. I'm just. I'm just someone who who's done it my way. But I. I so for you, you know, I, I I could talk about it forever, and I know I get off. <laughs> but 
what is to, to bring it back home what is the easiest win that you can get for them during your time together figure that out and that's what you build your challenge around um, and it may like and, and, and don't be afraid to do a little marketing like and try and not make it so boring because people aren't going to come to you if it's boring people did not want anything to do with me when I said hey let me teach you about how to you know to create these habits and strategies so you right. can keep it off they're like wah wah you know but you know it's like come learn how to eat low carb for 10 days and it's like people I mean that's so simple right so what is something that you can do that's simple that gives people an, a win then they believe in you you get the you then they're giving you permission to talk to them they're giving you permission to talk at the end to talk about your products or to build stuff they want to hear it you're not talking at them you're helping them so that's the, the biggest thing keep it simple for them let them get a win and then they, you've got them. And that was like the slowest you've spoken this entire time. <laughs> I know. I can't help it. So if somebody wanted to kind of pick your brain a little bit further, what's the best way for them to contact you? Um, I do have a landing page. I'll have to tell it to you later because I don't remember what it is. That's embarrassing. Um, but uh, they can email me at Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H, at becauseidecided.com. Um and I respond to all my emails. But yeah, I love this stuff. As you can see, I could talk about it all day. And I've learned so much. And I just believe in them. So it's such a good community building, list building. Um, and what, I do want to mention one more thing. And then mm-hmm. I promise I'll something else. I, something else I did that was incredibly valuable. Well, two things. First is I copied, and now I have someone else who's done it, but I didn't have any help at the beginning. Um, on those introduction posts, I copied and pasted, copied every every response that I got and put it in an Excel file so I could kind of track, okay, what are the biggest struggles? What are, you know, and I had a few different posts during the challenge, so I have all of that data right now that I use for my copy. And the second thing is I always put, um, at the end of my challenges, I will, I send out a survey to my email list, but I also put a survey in my group and I get far better responses in the group. But, um, and it's, it is like, I still ask them not just about the challenge, but I like, I'm still like, what is your biggest challenge with weight loss moving forward? Or what is your biggest that this, that, and the other, and that like, I have, you know, each time I get about 180 or 190 responses. And I mean, and it's so targeted because those are the people who came to me for this specific issue. They think I can help them. Now they're giving me their words. So as I've done different challenges, I've written different emails and stuff. I just go to those files. I find their responses. Like people will give me specific examples. They're like, I was watching, I was, you know, stuffing my face, eating Ben and Jerry's, watching, um, watching a Biggest Loser and wishing I was them. I use that in copy and it like, People like responded to it like mm-hmm. left and right. Oh my gosh, that's me. So do that too. Don't be scared to do that. I just put it in a Google Doc, put the link in there. Say, hey guys, will you help me out? And if you have served them the whole time, that like even if they don't buy from you, because some don't, but you're still getting something back from them if they're given their responses that you can use for, for marketing or to come up with product ideas. Perfect. That's so smart. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much again for sharing everything so candidly and... Um, I mean, you just did such a wonderful job and I'm so thrilled that you landed on that because you did help 6,000 people that otherwise wouldn't have gotten that assistance. So I appreciate that so much. And thank you again so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It was great talking to you. So there you have it, folks. That was a phenomenal interview, if I can say so myself. Um, I 
thought she broke everything down perfectly. There's no reason why you can't execute exactly what she did. But the most important takeaway from that entire interview was not getting caught up in what you think your audience wants, really listening to what it is that they that they need, although you're going to sell them what their superficial wants are. So if their want is to have a baby right away, if their want is to stop having stomach pains, that's what you're going to use as your um, pitch to this audience, but you're going to sell them what, or you're going to give them, excuse me, what they need in the course. And that's where your um, authority is really going to come into play and how engaging you are is going to come into play and your unique spin on your treatment is going to come into play. So don't ever let the um, medical terminology or the, you know, I don't want to be selling the same thing that everybody else is, get in your way of just getting those people into your community and then starting to really build that rapport with them. Um, The other thing, of course, if you are struggling with how to even get started and you need some help, definitely take me up on my 30-minute strategy call, which is found on the MaximizeBusiness.ca website. I know a lot of people hear me say that time and time again, and not many of you are taking me up on it. Anytime somebody offers me anything for free, especially coaching, or even if it's a 10-minute flyby, you know, I'll answer one question, I always take them up on it because there is no reason why that time is not going to be of value to you, even if you just get a little bit more clarity in how you want to take action. So go to the website maximizebusiness.ca and click on that work with me tab and that's where we can book in your 30-minute strategy call. Of course, let me know how things are going with you. Email me, Facebook me. I'm constantly looking out for your comments and questions and I will help you almost instantly or as at, at least as quickly as I possibly can. Leave an iTunes review if you can on how you enjoyed the show, how it's impacted you, how you're doing in your business. I love to hear from you. But that's it for me today. I can't think of anything else that I wanted to cover. I hope you're having a killer week. I'm Andrea and I'm out. You guys are killer. Thank you as always for listening to the Profitable Practice Podcast. Leave me a comment, and if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. Definitely subscribe to this podcast and leave me a quick review. For those ready to maximize your practice, contact me at www.maximizedbusiness.ca.